0: Hey y'all. Salt Lime Storytime is back again with our first ever Halloween episode. I am Jess Nani, and I'm joined by my transcendent co-host, Allison Hillman. That's me. That's you. That's
1: me. I, I just was like, first ever. We've been doing this whole month Halloween, but I guess I know this is officially the day of Halloween. Got it. It's our, it's our Halloween
0: special. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> you're right. You're right.
0: Oh, okay. I'm very excited to do this. Are you... Are you ready to ring in Halloween with some good old-fashioned listener ghost stories? Absolutely. Okay, so you just lifted up your cocktail. It is not featuring dry ice this week. What are you drinking? It would be featuring dry ice this week, but I want to be able to drink it
1: and not lock it outside the room. (laughs) (laughs) I decided to just do away with that for this episode since it made so much noise last time. Um, I made myself... It's a blackberry beverage... I got the recipe from a friend of mine who I work with who bartends at the restaurant I work at. And I, I don't know if she came up with, that, with the cocktail or not, but either way, like, she texted it to me. It is so good. It um muddled blackberries, lemon juice. <sighs> Yum. Cran grape juice, empress gin, and creme de violette liqueur. And it makes it this nice, deep
0: like like purple color Mm -hmm. oh it's so pretty oh my gosh (gasps) love it i love empress gin i i know that it was like trendy on tiktok but truly one of my favorite oh was it yeah that's Mm -hmm. how i discovered it um i love it's my favorite i drink i was drinking it two nights ago or whatever night taylor swift's album came out
1: i still haven't listened to that
0: um, it's great. I love it. I am here to say publicly on the podcast right now that I am entering my Midnight's era. I have listened to it probably 15 times all the way through at this point. Oh my God, I'm on my vigilante shit, so <laughs> take that for what you will. I, Allison, have come prepared with a real cocktail this time. Great. It's not really okay. a cocktail, to be fair. It's a shot, but I think it's really fun. So, I actually, I'm going to make it on the pod because I don't know how long the effect lasts. Okay. (laughs) So, I wanted to show you. So, I'm making a zombie brain shot. So, here's here's hoping. I have to use a spoon to, like, do this. But it's supposedly going to taste like a creamsicle. But I'm using a bourbon cream, which is basically like a Bailey's, into an orange Mm. liqueur. Ooh. Ooh, it's so gross looking. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh, it totally worked. Oh, it totally worked. (gasps) Wait, show me, show me, show me. I'm I'm showing you. I'm going to show you. One second. I have to add the blood. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just kidding. It all settled. Oh, well. It's fine. It's fine. I'm so excited to see this. (laughs) You're going to be like, why does it look like a pile of shit? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You just show me. me.
1: <laughs> just show me, Jess. Damn it. <laughs>
0: Please show me. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's like three layered. I need you to just Google a zombie brain shot so you see what it's supposed to look <laughs> Can you take a picture of that so people know what they're dealing with here? It worked for a total of 14 or 0. 0.4 seconds. I'm even using my Fear Factory glass. I thought that would help. I am not going to drink this. Oh, that's that yeah, that so that was what was the green part of it? Um, so I did the, the version I had you do like a little bit of cranberry or uh, grenadine, and it's blood, but you can do it with like a green like lime interesting okay Whatever okay i'm sending you so are you, are you not gonna take it i'm gonna take it i just i was so excited about this i googled i googled fun halloween themed shots and i had all the ingredients for this one i am mixing it up i am not taking it as a layer i'm i'm hoping that it just tastes like a creamsicle that's what i'm that's what we're manifesting i'm also using a grapefruit spoon to uh to mix this so we're really just using all the right tools all right well real cheers oh can you help me name this (gasps) um purple people eater potion (laughs) wow purple people eater potion purple people eater you've never heard the halloween song about the purple people eater eater maybe i probably have i'm not sure okay I'm not gonna make you listen to it right now. It's a children's song. It's a okay. good time, but that's Great. where that came from. And this this shot, I know it's supposed to be called zombies, but it is it is a representation of how my Monday has gone. Mm-hmm. Happy Halloween, <laughs> alrighty, Allison. Cheers to Halloween, twenty twenty two.
1: Clink, three, two, one. Shots. That's the first time I've counted down. Interesting. How is it, Jess?
0: No i'd rather i'd rather shoot straight tequila really i'm gonna be really honest i don't like the creamy triple sec yeah i can't imagine creamy triple sec would be good the recipe that i had was described as a creamsicle i get why they called that called it that it tastes like if you melted a creamsicle popsicle into a glass and then just like poured some rubbing alcohol on top of it <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh um, okay so i might i might come back for it it's in front of me but for now it's staying there all right any all right so today you guys we have listener stories that you guys submitted we are really excited about this thank you to everybody who participated and sent us a story in we are going to get into the halloween vibe we're gonna get we're going to get a little nervous up, on, up in here in the pod. Oh, can't wait. All right. So, I'm going first today. Are we ready? Yeah, definitely. Okay. This listener story was submitted anonymously, and it just says, <clears throat> One night, I was driving home from work, and it was 11 p.m., but I was crossing over this bridge and I saw a couple of college students walking over the bridge towards me. They were all dressed pretty casually in jeans and t-shirts, but someone in the back of the group was wearing a super elegant vintage dress like something Queen Elizabeth would wear. May she rest in peace. And it seemed <laughs> it seemed a little strange that they were the only people wearing something so different from everyone else. It wasn't entirely unusual in the weird little art town I lived in, but it still felt odd. After I drove past them, I took a second glance at the group of people through my rearview mirror and to look at the person's dress again. And that person was not there. They were no longer there. Mm. I was shaking the whole rest of the drive home. This happened in a sweet old historically haunted Savannah, Georgia. I wonder where they went. Ooh. Ooh. That sounds residual to me. Yeah, it does. That sounds very
1: residual. Interesting. I, so it was almost like she was following the teenagers a little bit, though. Yeah. That's so yeah, cool. Yeah, I,
0: I read that as, like, a ghost, you know, like the residual haunting kind of thing. Like, maybe they were a little bit on the younger side when they died, and they <gasps> were just hanging out with their friends, mm-hmm. and they didn't realize. Maybe they that was one of their last steps. Maybe she
1: took her life by maybe jumping off the bridge or s- something to do with that bridge because the the bridge seems significant the bridge seems significant to me the bridge does seem significant. and so that could just be her reliving her last steps because I've heard of a lot of hauntings where especially for people that take their own lives it's just like they you will see them walking the same thing down the same hallway at the same time of night every night as they go to like jump out a window or something like they just relive their which is terrible i can't imagine but that could Mm very well be what be what that is that's so interesting Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: all right allison your turn last halloween i met a girl at a party the group went out on the town got quite hammered and i crashed on her couch the next morning we were talking and she told me about this ghost that used to follow her around and mess with electricity this entity was a protector of sorts For instance, it flickered the lights in her ex's bedroom when he wasn't home, and she got the overwhelming urge to look under his dresser. She found his heroine. Anyway, I was somewhat romantically interested in her, but but neither of us were remotely in a place to see each other. That night, I was home and the power went out in just my room, similar to her ghost. No other room lost power because clocks did not reset. The power outage spooked the shit out of me, but I went to bed anyway. That night, however, I was sleeping on my stomach facing away from the bedroom door. I awoke with sleep paralysis, hearing a man holding a pill bottle walking down the hallway. I felt him standing over me. Then he started pressing on my back until I couldn't breathe. And I suddenly regained movement. I felt an eerie presence for a few days until I smudged the place. At that time, I believe the entity was trying to make it clear to keep things platonic, and we did. For several months, anyway. No other paranormal stuff since, and this girl and I still see each other.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. Especially the, her finding the drugs, mm-hmm. thanks to this entity, and then the way the entity came back yeah. to... The, wow. I have chills. Yeah,
1: right? And I'll make sure it's okay with him, but this is actually my brother's story. I've heard it before. This is Kyle's story. I'll make sure it's okay that I say his name on it, but – and he told it to me in a bit more depth than this, but the way – the way that they described it is that it was very much a a protective male entity over her, and he very much did warn – want to make sure that she left the – man that she was seeing and so she did expose his drugs and my brother thinks that that's kind of similar to what was happening like they weren't meant to date at that time and that's why Mm -hmm. that entity because he hasn't had a paranormal experience with him since he started seeing her again but they're both in a better place so who knows but i isn't that spooky oh my gosh kyle (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. so so scary so creepy
0: your fucking family all right this next one's a little bit personal the most haunted thing that has ever happened to me was when i woke up one night and saw someone standing in the corner of my room facing the corner like at the end of the blair witch project Mm -mm -mm. the next night i heard someone rummaging around in my closet Of course, this demon apparition happened to be none other than my cousin Allison being her (coughs) spooky-ass self. (laughs) Allison, would you like to explain to us why you were in someone's closet? I thought you've been out of there for a while. (laughs) You asshole, Kate. So...
1: I have notoriously have a really hard time sleeping in new places or places that are not, like, my home. And you guys, go back and listen to my haunting stories. You'll see why. I'm very uncomfortable unless I'm very familiar and feel safe where I am. When I visited her and my aunt and uncle and stuff back when they lived in Hawaii, I was staying at their house. I was not in the best place at that time, and I felt, like, just really uncomfortable, like, sleeping there. So, Kate and I... (laughs) So Kate and I shared a bed And I don't really remember any of this But when I'm uncomfortable I sleepwalk And when I Am in sleeping in new places I do weird Shit And so one night She woke up to me Just standing in the corner Staring at the wall And then I remember later she was just like Allison Allison, Allison, Allison stop that And then another night she woke up to me, like, just in her closet, moving around for no reason, and I don't remember that either, but then on, like, there was another third night, and I do remember this, because <laughs> I sat up in the bed really fast and just threw my body to the right, and my forehead hit the wall, and it, I just slid down with my forehead, like, <laughs> scraping against the wall until I landed on top of my head on the floor.
0: <laughs> oh my God. All I remember
1: is like being like 30% awake after that happened. My head was killing me. And I was just like, I don't know what's happening or where I am, but I know that I need to like sleep right in this spot. So I'm just going to get back in bed. But what Kate remembers from that is hearing me like grunt and make a noise and she woke up and then she heard me go, Ugh, and <laughs> I fell over <laughs> sideways and like, you know, my head. Anyway, I woke up that morning with a humongous like scrape on my forehead and it was actually so loud that my aunt who was across (laughs) the house woke up and got up to make sure nobody had broken into their house anyway i sleep better in foreign places you know easier now but my god um yeah kate does like to bring that up every now and then i mean it sounds like you
0: tortured her for three nights so it's deserved maybe
1: yeah oh that's so funny i did not see that coming Good one, Kate. I was I was trying. It took a lot to not to not giggle. Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah, she uh, has <laughs> dealt with some shit. Anyway, the last time we were at a family function, we had to share a room together again, and I didn't do anything creepy, but I did give her COVID. So do that information as you will. Okay, <clears throat> I don't think Kate submitted this one, so we're good. When I was home alone before dark, I was cleaning my bathroom upstairs when I heard my mom and sister come home from school. I heard a woman downstairs, so I assumed it was my mom since I was expecting her. I wasn't scared at all since I knew it was her. I stepped out of the bathroom and called down to them. No one answered, so I yelled down again. All of a sudden, I heard a little girl whisper something in my right ear, clear as day like she was standing next to me. I whipped my head to look over so fast down the hallway, eyes wide, and no one was there. I don't remember what she said. I wasn't scared of her necessarily because she didn't say something scary. I was just scared because I knew there wasn't supposed to be a little girl upstairs with me. I never heard anything after that, even though I waited. I found it odd, too, since my stepdad had built the house and I knew no one had died here. Creepy. And that's my only ghost story.
0: I, you know, you know how much I hate a little girl ghost story. A yeah, little
1: kid ghost hit different. And especially when they whisper ew, ooh, uh, Nope. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm going to tangent for just a minute, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to a haunted house this weekend with some co-workers. It was the best haunted house of bourbon ever It was Fear Factory in Salt Lake. And... I got one of my coworkers so bad. It was truly one of my proudest moments. <laughs> as someone who doesn't get scared in haunted houses we like had a group of 10 walking through this haunted house and they're live actors and we paid for the vip package so they were a little bit more intense with us and at one point there was an actor following my coworker in front of me whose name is also jessica and she had not noticed an actor and i just say to her i'm like hey jessica because i'm behind her and i did not know this but I guess the actor started whispering in her ear, Jessica, turn around, because they now knew her name, Mm -hmm. and you would have thought that I killed a puppy in front of her. (laughs) (laughs) It was truly, it was truly fantastic, so then I spent the rest of the time trying to get the actors to, like, learn people's names, so they would just absolutely ruin the lives of my fellow employees. Oh, that's so funny. It was great. So, anyway, that was my tangent. My apologies. This one's also anonymous. My childhood home is very haunted. This was a home my parents built, and we were the first to live in it. We'd see shadow people all the time, and more stuff happened, but I'll keep it at that. My English teacher ended up buying the house when my parents sold it. They told one class they heard knocking in the walls. My friend in that class mentioned that I used to live there, and they were sure it was haunted. She showed me the video. I heard it loud and clear confirming their story. My teacher said, like clockwork, every two weeks the knocking would start from the inside of the walls of the office on the right side and go clear through the room until it reached the exit. Another time, they left for vacation. A friend didn't know they were already gone and went to drop something off at the house. In the front door, they saw a woman with short hair pulled up, back facing the door. She left and texted my teacher that she remembered they were out of town, and they were sorry if they scared the person house-sitting. My teacher said no one was house-sitting, and there shouldn't have been anyone in the house. They called the cops, and there was no trace of anyone. They soon moved. Although it's been a long time since I left this home, I still see shadow people and have unexplained things that happen in my current home.
1: It's those full-body, clear apparitions that get me. The ones that people are mm-hmm. convinced are real because of how clear they are. Mm-hmm. Well, and, like, when it transfers, like, family to family. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. Oh, I wonder if this, if, like, any spirits or ghosts, like, followed them from their old, like, their old house to their new place. Like, I wonder if it kind
0: of stuck with their family, and that's why they're still seeing shadow people. Honestly, that wouldn't surprise me. It seems to me, like, this person has a pretty big awareness for, I mean, to regularly be seeing shadow people, that's a lot.
1: Yeah, I would very much enjoy to never, ever see a shadow person ever again in my entire life, so I can't imagine seeing it regularly. Like, I, oh, God, um... That's horrible. That's very horrible.
0: Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Um my turn. So, my dad's house was definitely haunted. One time my mom saw a laundry basket full of towels. Ooh. Okay, okay, sorry. Okay. One time my mom saw a laundry basket full of towels slowly levitate and then gently get set down. Stuff? No. Mhm. Stuff in his house would get moved around like his shoes getting put away in the top of his closet. Things like books and papers would get pushed off the counters. I'd be home alone and hear knocking and noises in the other rooms. My dad would hear different voices at night. It sounded like a chatter, like they were talking to each other. Chatter, I hate Ick. that. Chatter Ick. is the Ick. worst word. Oh my god, that makes it so much worse. Um, Okay. It sounded like a chatter, like they were talking to each other. A friend of his saw a ghost standing at the foot of his bed. My dad woke up with the ghost hovering above him and another time with a ghost near his closet. Then my mom commanded the ghost to leave and never return. She told them to leave in the name of Jesus Christ and to move on to the next life. After that, the ghosts were gone. It really did feel different in that house after that. Oh, I have chills. That is so scary. That's, like, an intense haunting. That is intense. Yeah. I'm actually yeah, really surprised that's... that just ordering once in the name of Jesus Christ to move on would work on an entity that powerful. You know what I mean?
0: I don't know. That's, like, mom power right there. Though. Oh, yeah, like, this You're is true. saying it in the name of Jesus, but, like, you're doing it, like, as a – it's – I mean – Sorry, not to sound like a millennial. One here. hand
1: on her hip in a blouse, yeah.
0: wagging her finger into the air. Absolutely. You're right. Yeah. It's just it's just the the anger of mom coming through. So I think between the two, between Jesus and mom, they're getting it done. <laughs> the two scariest people
1: on the planet, a mad mom and Jesus himself. Oh, <laughs> that's so scary. I wonder wow. what this ghost looked like. I know. And also hearing chatter, there must have been more than one. Well, they said all the ghosts left when their mom did that to the one ghost. So homegirl got some talent there. She should be an exorcist. She can get rid of that many ghosts and ones powerful enough that they can show themselves to multiple people multiple times. They can levitate things. And even like I can't even put shoes up away where they're supposed to go. But this ghost can, like, lift up a pair of boots and put them on the top shelf. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whew, good cool. one. Oh, that was scary. Also, again, a no-name on that one. Okay.
0: This one's also anonymous. It goes, I was home alone once. All of my family had walked to the store, which was about 15 minutes away. I had my sister's cell phone, and I was sitting in the living room watching TV. I remember I was texting one of her friends for her because they were going to come over and they were going to wait for her until she got home. This is, like, such a classic. You're sitting in middle school and you're, like, pretending to be your sibling and or your mom on the phone mm-hmm. <laughs> to their friends. You're basically playing a secretary. Anyway. I then heard a door slam shut towards the back of our apartment. I was too scared to get up, so I was like, whatever. <laughs> 13 year olds then the light in the hallway and the kitchen turned on if someone had flipped the switch i would have been able to see them the hallway light had two switches so something could have turned it on at the end of the hallway but i had a clear visual of the kitchen light switch there was no way i could have missed someone turning it on yet they both turned on I thought, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. I've had too many real-life scary experiences, so I got up and I ran out of our apartment. I started to walk to the store, but it was nighttime, so I just sat by a fence waiting for my family. I scared the crap out of them, <laughs> and we, when we all went home, the lights were off, and none of the bedroom <gasps> or bathroom doors were closed. It's something I still think about to this day. Oh, my God.
1: No. No.
0: The doors being open, that is a specific type of creepy. Okay,
1: and also it writing, like, its wrongs almost. Like, after this person had left, it still turned off the lights and it opened the doors. That is so scary. Almost like I I don't know if it was more like, I'm going to put things back so your family doesn't believe you. Or if it was like, I want to show you how bad this is because you didn't do any of these things and now you can't just blame it on the electricity or the wiring because electricity and wiring doesn't control doors Mm -hmm. oh god at least she was like i'm getting out of here absolutely (laughs) definitely For i love that mentality that's exactly how it is like you just leave and then I can't like even tell you how many ghost stories I've heard where people are like, something crazy happened and then I sat on my porch for four hours until my mom got home yeah. or something. Like, nothing yep. can get you in that house. Oh my gosh. Okay. Jess, this one's long, but it is worth it. It is from our friend Savannah. We were going to have Savannah on the podcast today to tell her own ghost stories, but she's sick and her voice is not working. So she typed them and sent them to me. And these stories, I have never forgotten. She told them to me years ago, and I still remember these stories because they were so scary. So, Savannah, thank you for sending these in. And Jess, Jess, have you ever heard any of her stories? No. Oh, she just took the rest of her shot. That's what that noise was.
0: It's like antibiotics. <laughs> Just like Pepto-Bismol. like Bismol. antibiotics.
1: Like, <laughs> Pepto-Bismol's better. <laughs> <sighs> okay, guys, this is from Savannah. When I was little enough to still be sleeping in a pink canopy bed, I was routinely visited by a man in the middle of the night. I would suddenly wake up and see his tall form clouding my bedroom door, tall enough to almost reach the top of the frame. The whole room would drop to a chill, and I would call out, "'Dad?' even though I knew it wasn't him. My dad didn't have monochrome paper white skin and hair that matched a button-up white tunic and grinning red lips. I would stare at him until I couldn't take it anymore, then turning over and covering myself with covers. Years later, I was talking to my mom about ghosts. I'd never brought up the man before, but she began to tell me about one night at at a church camp— she was suddenly woken up. She opened up her tent and saw a tall man with white flesh, white hair, and beet red lips standing right outside. I told her about my experience. We were both silent and haven't talked about it since. Ugh, sorry, that's like story one of ten, but uh, ugh, it's so bad. It's the
0: beet red lips. Yes. Yeah, the
1: grinning beet red lips
0: so much.
1: They're so sinister.
0: It's so scary. Ooh, so, so much.
1: Okay, here's number two. Growing up in that same house, I had many similar experiences, but when I moved back home when I was 20, something different happened. I've always been a vivid dreamer, my dreams coming in series that connect to one another, and during a period of a few months, I began to meet a host of creatures at night. This is one of the stories that stuck with me the most, Jess. These strange beasts always stood out from the rest of the dream characters because their eyes seemed realer than even those in the waking world. One night, I dreamt that I was standing in my family's driveway with three girls who seemed like friends, but I was still wary around. I wanted to go inside, but they kept telling me to wait. He's almost here. Angel is coming. Look! They pointed to the roof above the garage, and we saw an invisible shape creeping along the rain gutter, folding around the side of the house, and dripping into a material form as his feet landed on the ground. The girl shrieked with delight. I've never been fully able to describe what Angel looks like, but I'll do my best. He was vaguely feline, with legs too long and spidery to support a real body, with pure white fur and a grin that was too real for a dream. He started his trudge towards us, graceful, but I had the feeling we were only seeing part of him, a simple limb poking out of a horrible creature covered in a cloak. I kept saying, no, 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 I do not want that thing near me, but the girls assured me it was okay. He's safe. He's our friend, an angel. Before I knew it, they'd surrounded me and I'd fallen on the grass. Looking up at their smiles, Angel pressed down at me. He began to bite my arm and I screamed. It hurt so unbelievably bad. I screamed and screamed. He gnawed away until suddenly he got right in my face, looking into my eyes with his impossibly real ones and said, Shut the fuck up. I'm trying to get it out of you. And I woke up. A few weeks later, one of my dearest friends was sitting was house-sitting for my family. She was sleeping in one of the rooms that always felt extra fuzzy with ghost activity when she had this dream. And then it said, keep in mind that I'd only told my therapist about this dream, nobody else. So in her dream, she was walking through the house and came to the foot of the stairs when she saw my family dog sitting on the steps with a huge white feline demonic whatever-the-fuck sitting right behind him. My friend said she felt overwhelming dread and ran away, and as dream logic goes, she pulled out a Polaroid and took a picture, and when it developed, three smiling girls were right behind her in the photo. And real fast, Jess, when I first heard that story of the long-legged demon thing with white fur, which is just the most horrifying thing, have you ever seen the movie Dark Crystal?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know the land strider things, like the weird horses things that they. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought of. And I showed her a photo and she said that it looks eerily similar. So I'm sending you a picture of it right now so you can again visualize it, especially the long legs on the face. And we can also post this um, on, our, on our Instagram for the. Oh, I hate it so. much. Official thing, isn't it? So gross. But if you guys want to know right now, Google Landstrider Dark Crystal and look at that thing. But I, nothing scares me more than ear, like than like skinny, long, spidery limbs. Like that mm-hmm. is horrifying. Like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Anyway. <clears throat> A year later, I moved out of my parents' house with that same friend into a 600-square-foot apartment in downtown Denver. The building used to be one giant house, and our unit was in what used to be the living room, with the original fireplace torn out, leaving a gaping cement patch in its place. The unit was basically one long hallway that at night, we would feel presences walking down. I moved in first and had a few nights to myself. Frequently, when sitting on the toilet, I would see a little shadow moving like a cat out of the corner of my eye. It felt harmless, so I never said anything to my friend. But after she moved in, I overheard her telling a friend that she'd seen a cat ghost in the exact same spot. When my cat moved in, she immediately hissed and chased something into my roommate's closet. And from then on, I only saw the cat one other time. On Halloween, hee 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 is what she said. But she heard frequent scratching sounds from inside the shared wall of our closets. One night, I was up late when my roommate knocked on my door. Her eyes were huge with panic. She said she'd woken up suddenly and seen, literally seen, a woman dressed in gray standing in the corner of her room. Her head bowed down like waiting for a beheading. Did you just sigh? Yeah. Okay, because I was like, if that wasn't you, that was the worst noise I've ever heard in my life. That was so scary. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. I thought like a ghost breathed into the microphone. Okay. Okay. She said she'd woken up and seen, literally seen, a woman dressed in grey standing in the corner of her room, her head bowed down like waiting for a beheading. I sat her on my bed and tried to calm her down and, I don't know why I said this because it's not even funny, but jokingly said, it's like she'd been dead for so long she forgot how to hold her head up. As soon as the word head escaped my mouth, we both simultaneously Felt a caress on each of our shoulders.
0: Oh, <gasps> God. Okay, okay. Oh. <laughs> this is so scary. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, God. I feel so gross
1: right now. I know. Isn't it bad? Okay. A few weeks later, I was home alone and left my room to piss. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, sorry. The piss is funny. Um, I left my room to piss. Like I mentioned, I'd consistently felt presences wandering down the hall, but I'd never seen anything until I opened my door and saw a figure standing in the bathroom doorway. I looked. I looked some more. I looked long enough to realize that I shouldn't be seeing this, and it wasn't a trick of the eye. That I was staring into a face which looked like it had been smeared outside of its lines, hazy brown pits for eyes that seemed to tread the lines between our world and theirs. A fuzzy, unnatural nightmare. I fell to the ground and closed my eyes. I didn't want to see it. My sweet cat ran out from the room, rubbed against me once, and without looking, I pointed to where he was standing. She ran away. By the time I worked up the courage to look up, he was gone, and she was doing little circles where he had been standing. Good girl! Also, okay, Spana's such a good writer. She really is. This is really good. I feel like I'm going to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> a few months later, I moved into an old Victorian house with some new roommates. Oh, of course you... Victorian... Okay, sorry. I'm not victim-blaming <laughs> An old Victorian house with some new roommates. I always felt a presence there, but it was kind and nurturing, so even when I saw the shadow figure walk through the main levels, it, of course, unnerved me, but didn't make me feel much fear like the creature at my old house... I was more just curious who it was, so I did some research and found the name of the original owner. On Friday the 13th, my roommates and I had a, quote, haunted house party where we dressed up in old fancy clothes and decked out our decrepit unfinished basement that we probably shouldn't have been in. It was gross. There was talking of doing a seance... Everyone was super excited until I went on a little rant about how it's a serious thing and we shouldn't be doing it for fun. Good job, Savannah. It must be done with respect. After my rant, only four people followed me into the basement. We set out bowls of fruit, lit candles, held hands, invited the owner of the home to come in. A shadow appeared behind one of my friends, and the room became freezing. The air thickened. We all felt overwhelmed with grief. We asked questions to try to get to the core of the grief, and images of a little girl who was sick came to mind. The friend to my right began saying things that didn't sound like her. I began sobbing uncontrollably, completely overwhelmed with the grief I was feeling that wasn't mine, and I found myself saying things that didn't quite make sense. It went on, ended on a respectful and peaceful note, and we went upstairs. The next night, I was at my boyfriend's house, and we were leaving to see a movie, It was about 10 p.m. on a school night. So when he grabbed my arm and said, dude, do you see that little girl over there? My stomach just dropped. Sure enough, a few houses down, there was a child dressed in a frilly dress standing under the greenish porch light on the rocks. We stared. Why the hell would a little girl be outside of her house this late? I wasn't sure. So I tentatively waved, making sure she was real or something. I don't know. She didn't wave back, but turned her head and began to walk away with a limp, dragging one of her legs behind her silently out of sight. The rest of the night, I was overwhelmed with images of her appearing beside me in the movie theater, thinking, what have I done? Who have I summoned and let latch on to me? When I was home the next day, I properly buried the offerings we'd given and told the owner and his daughter, daughter, niece, whoever she was, that they could have the house. I just didn't want to see them. The house certainly had a stranger energy after that. But I never saw her again. And those are the stories oh. from Savannah.
0: Oh my god. Savannah. <laughs> Homegirl home has a connection with something going on on the other side. No, she my does. She's very god. connected. I, I will say that I share savannah's dream thing i feel like i have very vivid very meaningful dreams Mm -hmm. definitely not like terrifying people showing up but at least in the same way right
1: i just can't the the angel story i still think about that every now and then i've never heard anything like that before and the fact that her friend also saw it in a dream and then saw the three little girls like i where does that come? like oh, i have chills like where does that come from Mm -hmm. it's it's so scary
0: uh yeah especially where like they didn't know about it like that she'd only told her therapist about it and like it wasn't a thing where they talked about it and then she dreamt about it you know
1: Mm mm-hmm
0: and I do have to say, these are not
1: all of Savannah's stories too. Like I, I know yeah. that there are more, and I've heard Ugh. more. But th- these are like kind of the big ones. Like Ugh. she's the most haunted person I know, but she's also like one of the most beautiful and calming souls that I know. It's very interesting. Yeah, she's very open to the stuff. It has had a lot of it, but but she's like not dark in any way. Like she's very no,
0: not at all safe
1: presence.
0: It's so. Oh interesting. my God,
1: what I would give to have her spend a night in the conjuring house and just get back to me (laughs) just get back to you yeah get back to me later as i'm on the other side of the country feeling safe but wow
0: (sighs) well allison that concludes our october spook fest how do we feel (sighs) spooky scared um
1: humbled excited for the holidays that are happier um, like, Christmas? <laughs> uh, more. I'm excited for that. I love Halloween, but I've really been leaning into the spooky thing and the darkness, and I, I think it might be starting to take a little bit of a toll on me, so...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We love Thanksgiving. Do we? I love Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving food. I love the food, I love the family time, but uh, what it stands for is absolutely horrible and... Oh, yeah. Like, fuck. Indigenous. <laughs> anyway, so, I, I simply like having... A day off of work and being able to mm-hmm. see and be with my family. That's what I love. Yeah. I, I don't love what Thanksgiving means to the indigenous world um, here and yeah. the genocide that happened. But anyway, I am still looking forward to the positive vibes that I get from the, next, from the coming months and some of the first snowfall. Mm-hmm. And it'll be great. Um,
0: Absolutely. Jess, what about you? How are you doing? I'm good. I feel like we have covered the spectrum of funny scary truly scary i feel like we've gotten to talk about our own ghost stories i don't know i feel like it's really put me in the the scary halloween spirit like you said and i am excited to move into late fall early winter as a sagittarius i can feel my time coming (laughs) and i i'm ready me and taylor swift us little sag queens we're Ready for our close-up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Can't wait so. for
1: you. It's gonna be. It's gonna be so fun. Um. Anyway, guys, thank you again for participating and sending in your ghost stories. It's. Mm-hmm. It was. Oh, it was a joy to read. Very scary. Very spooky. Um, Always.
0: Now, just as some quick housekeeping, next month Allison will be joined by our guest co-host, Kate, while I am off gallivanting in the corporate world. And then we will have one final holiday episode, and then we're gonna end our first season. We're at we're at a lot of episodes, guys. This has been so fun. It has been so fun. So excited. Ring in the new year. It's gonna Mm -hmm. be great. So tune in next week for Allison and Kate's first episode. I cannot wait. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Happy Halloween. See you later. Bye. Bye.